Pastor and author Craig Greshel states, one of the biggest myths about leadership is you have to be in charge to lead. Leadership is not about title. Leadership is about trust. Welcome back to a new season of Navigate, a podcast designed to help take the guesswork out of transition. And I'm your host, Tim Austin, and today we're going to be reflecting on building trust through transition seasons and how our approach to communication either hinders or helps the trust building process. Navigating successful transition seasons requires trust building, but that's not always easy. It can sometimes feel like digging a well in hostile or unknown territory. So let's dive in and hopefully get some takeaways that we can apply immediately in our unique situations and the relational dynamics that go with those situations. There's an African proverb that says, don't wait until you're thirsty to dig a well. I like to compare the process of trust building with the ancient practice of digging wells. In the Bible, wells were regularly places of divine appointments and answers to prayer. They were places of provision, but also points of contact. A good well was reliable, life-giving, and life-sustaining. Likewise, when we dig wells of trust through the seasons of relative stability with God and with others, we are storing up a reliable source of relational capital, namely trust. Relational trust is something valuable we can draw from when navigating tough transitions marked by uncertainty. Relational trust is built one stone upon another, one conversation at a time. But it's common for emotions to run high in times of change, and that shows up in our conversations during heated transition moments. And you know what I'm referring to here, those moments in seasons of change when our trust well seems to have run dry and we're most prone to become impulsive, impatient, and defensive. The potential for conflict to sabotage our attempts to communicate well is very, very real in those times. Creating wells of trust involves the initial work of establishing and that ongoing work of maintenance. Establishing wells of trust takes initiative, discipline, and trustworthiness. Maintaining those wells of trust may involve more relational components like seeking reconciliation, defending and protecting trust, and advocating for each other. We hold the power to set the tone and maintain an atmosphere of openness and trust with others. So conversations are key components to digging these wells of trust. In fact, trust can only go so deep without open and honest dialogue. But these conversations, particularly when transition is at the core, can be extremely challenging. And to complicate matters, there may be a history of poor communication, offenses that have taken place, etc., etc. And the good news, though, is that resets are possible. And here's a few tips that can help. Number one, communicate. Don't just comment. Have you ever been in a conversation where it feels like you're being told, talked down to, even reprimanded? How did that feel? What was accomplished on the other side of that? On the other hand, when have you engaged in conversations where healthy two-sided dialogue is welcomed and engaged with? Where you felt heard and valued? How did that feel? And which of the above scenarios 
really builds trust. One-off remarks and voicing opinions outside of healthy conversations can be detrimental to trust building. And one-sided comments usually break down rather than build trust. So it's important in these times to hit the pause button and invite healthy dialogue. Number two, validate what you're hearing the other person say, even when you don't agree with what's being said. Try hard to understand the other person's point of view through active listening. Let them know you're hearing their concerns and feelings around the topic. Listen without interruption and summarize what you've heard. This approach is validating toward the other person and has the potential to break down wells of mistrust that may have been built up along the way. Number three, use questions to move toward a problem-solving, non-defensive mindset. I can tell, personally, I can tell when I've taken a defensive posture because I'm doing more telling than asking. And not only does this signal my own defensiveness and insecurities, it also causes the other person to respond in a similar way. And before you know it, we've multiplied offenses and stirred up defense mechanisms So shifting to question mode and putting the problem on the table can help people let down their guard. Then we can get back to working together to solve complex issues inherent in transition seasons. Finally, build in some flexibility. Transitions can be emotional roller coaster rides. Some changes we never see coming. They blindside us. The person in transition will appreciate some flexibility and space to explore options that come up even after after they've made a decision that seems firm. This is the grace principle at work. Let's not get so legalistic and rigid that we ignore personal needs and withhold compassion from someone who is navigating tough choices brought about by change. Effective communication is a key ingredient in all forms of change management. If you're leading change in your organization or your church, what would it look like to prioritize transparent and consistent communication across all levels, keeping everyone informed about progress, challenges, and successes? Transparent, consistent, open communication builds trust and reduces anxiety. I don't know about you, but I would love less anxiety in 2024, and that just might require a more grace-oriented approach. As Colossians 4, 6 puts it, let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. So here's to establishing and maintaining deep and lasting wells of trust as we transition into 2024 one conversation at a time. That's all for today's episode of Navigate. Thank you for joining us on this journey of embracing change with fresh eyes of intentionality. If you've enjoyed listening, can I encourage you to take a minute and leave a rating or review on your favorite listening platform? That would really help us. And if you'd like to learn more about the one-on-one and group coaching services I offer, head over to encompasslifecoaching.com and then book your free discovery call with me. Let's have a conversation and I'll catch you next time.